Hello, mate. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. How's it today? Well, it's quite, quite right, right where I am. Quite right quite, or quite, quite right. ripe? Quite right. Quite right or quite ripe? Quite right. Quite right. Oh, quite it's right. quite right. Mm. Mm. Right. What do you think? Are you going out today? You're gonna to stay home. Butler. What are you doing? Well, I didn't inside. I have lots of stuff to do today, TK. Me too, but a bunch of it just got canceled. Well, I mean, it's it, just like one there thing is after little, another. People are like, snow. God, it's a sprinkling of outside? snow outside. I mean, you can't go yeah. outside when it's sprinkling snow these days. You know, I was uh, I was driving on the 404 the other day, coming home. It was late night. The sun was down. The moon was out. The wind was blowing. And I caught the tail end of two snowplows. And I followed them all the way home safely. Safely and yeah. slowly. And as, I, as I'm as i going, they were making this big pile against all the, the on-ramps and off-ramps. And everyone was just trying to get over that pile. And they were all getting stuck. And it was just like cars everywhere. And... I thought about stopping to help, but I didn't want to risk it. Yeah. Listen, it's the thought that counts. I right? did think about it. You know, I you thought, thought about what it. am I going to do? There was tow trucks. It's like we talked about last week. It's like, you know, everybody wants to talk about what's wrong. Right. And everybody wants mm. to think about doing something. Right. But nobody really wants to do something about it's, it. Do no one they? wants to affect their own situation. When I'm driving down the highway safely, do I really Warm. want to take the chance Warm of going that. anywhere near the border of danger and safety? It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know why anybody ever would. Quite As honestly. I drove by, I said he looked like he had a cell phone. I'm pretty sure that guy's got a cell phone. That He's going to be okay. Yeah. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. You know? And so when people are seeing mortgage rates go up, they're saying, you know what? I know a lot of people are going to get hurt, but because I plan on buying soon, prices are coming down. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Right? That's a, that's a good segue, or, TK, because I was wondering, like... We see in the news that there's like the biggest correction in the world going to be news. here in Canada, right? The news. The news. The news, Daryl. It's not the news. It's BD. Let's let's not get into the idea that my entire life is a lie, TK. Let's okay. not go there, okay? <laughs> Talking about the media. I don't think people liked the immigration talk last week. They were like, geez, you guys immigration that's not idiots help. yeah that can't help don't yeah. you know that we have way too many units built already there's way too many empty units built don't you know everyone's going to just be broke and giving up their unit for 50 percent uh, of what they paid for it two years ago for but sure changes because still unemployment happening. is going to go through the roof all of a sudden absolutely unemployment's coming when rates are at everybody's what do rates have to be at for this unemployment thing to kick in I wonder what inflation needs to be at for this unemployment thing to kick in. Right? Mm. What does the cost of gas have to be at for this unemployment thing to kick in? So what happens? Like when gas gets too expensive, people go, okay, that's it. Like unemployment makes more sense for me now. 
I shouldn't I so. go to work. I can't go to work now. Look at this. Don't think it's the employees that make those decisions. So is I it think, the is it the employer, the employer going? You know what, guys? Like uh, it's costing a lot of money to heat this place to ship right these now. Staples across the country to can't be able ship. to deliver Nobody's them to our customers. It's forty percent increase in shipping costs. So uh, Debbie, Debbie, we don't need you doing the bookkeeping anymore. Okay, I'm going to get my twelve year old son to do it. QuickBooks. Uh, we're going to start using QuickBooks. We're going to use QuickBooks, Debbie. I'm sorry. <laughs> You've been replaced. It's 2023. Right. We're going on the QuickBooks. The, the reality is, is uh, everything is possible. Anything is possible. But I like to, I like to report on the present, you know, because everyone was reporting on the future and everyone kept getting it wrong for so long. Oh, what an interesting angle, TK, to report and, on the present. It, and then the, and then the past, I mean, everybody's, got their own interpretation of the past but it's obvious i mean the past it's it's not debatable it's we it's there we all we all see it so really it's just like well what's going on right now we all see it differently that's kind of but we all know what happened their prices went up they went down interest rates went up or went down but it's the past it's the past but it gets it gets seen through very very different lenses at the time it does, but now after maybe, maybe the reasoning people will, will come up with different ideas. But the yeah, facts later are the it'll facts, be like Darryl. Tiff McCallum is gonna win a Pulitzer and a Nobel Prize. He's he's can can Canadians win those awards? Is that possible? Yes, but I think he's definitely um guy's a freaking genius. We got a soft doing, landing. I think, I think he I think he's doing his job. We got know? a soft landing going on. Job. Do we have a but what's going on out there right on? now in the real estate market? We got a guest today, I believe. Yes, we and hopefully do. we've got some real estate chatter. But um, what's going on? Uh, personal anecdotes, okay? Um, sales up from February uh, last year? No, January we were up big time. February we're not up from February last year. Or if we are, it's not as much as January. Right, there's a big difference we did in January compared to last. Who's January. we? Are, are we our talking team, about a team. nation here? Or no, just our, the team, our team, our team, our team. the February to January numbers overall, right, seem like it's picking up. Also, inventory. February to January is that what you month just over said? month? Yeah, we're at the end of the month now, so it's kind of easy to see what what's been happening, and month things have been picking month. up in February compared to January. But listings have also been picking up, so there's definitely an increased amount of listings coming on. It's noticeable. Right, more, more, more inventory. More and more inventory has been coming on, which people is seasonal. Been warning I mean, us about pretty, this. Oh, it's oh. pretty normal. It's it's seasonal. It's, a, it's normal. Yeah, okay. people were getting their houses ready in January. Now they're putting them on in February, and then they're getting them ready for March. I got a couple coming up soon. They're all they're all in the same boat. So everybody seems to think seasonally, always. I think it's just the way. It this goes. is one thing that we can draw from the past, TK, that we have no problem completely copying and well i don't know i'm what? saying like we, we pick and choose what we can do we can not take stuff from the past because that was the past and it was different then or it's like yeah. well you know what i mean it is february so this is what happens in february this is normal for Fe- which is it tk you can't yeah. suck well, and i blow. pick and choose you know the the flavor of the day you know i mean it right. depends on depends on what i'm seeing i mean there's we're I'm supposed human. to be I'm not, easily influenced, but it's not, it's obvious. The truth it, is, it's obvious that there's a lot of pain out there still. It's obvious there? that we've got a major issue with the new construction and and, and assignments. Major mm. issue there. Like that's that's something that's not over with yet. 
that there's what's a happening with that like i don't really hear anything about i, well, I see we'll like see. a couple of power of sales coming up here and here, there here here are the options right it's either going to be the developers take a loss or the consumers take a loss or both Right. Or both. Or what about with the banks? The banks are going to start taking losses. Then what happens? Is that when we start reversing course, TK, when the banks start the taking banks, hits? I don't think the banks are going to take a loss. Who, who takes the loss? I think that the consumers are going to take a loss. I think that okay. these people who have the money are yeah. going to be trying to prevent themselves from going bankrupt. And so that they're going to be selling assets that they own to be able to liquidate to be able to pay off most of what they have i mean there's some losses that you know some people will have but most of these investors the equity is coming from somewhere right most of these guys they've got other properties and stuff like that you know it's very few people were going in with either no skin or, or no other assets to, to liquidate and that's what they'll do is they'll have to liquidate and sell right hmm. but i think the developers are going to be definitely taking their their lumps here there's definitely some developers that will be taking their lumps. Absolutely. Right. I mean, we're seeing it. We have Danielle Levy joining the show, TK. Well, I'm tired of talking to you, Daryl. Let's bring I'm on. tired of talking to you too, TK. I don't even know what the hell we're talking about anymore. <laughs> can you I don't hear me? feel we can hear you. Okay, so listen, I have a bit of a problem because I keep trying to put this background in and it's not working. Oh, don't even worry about that. You're the only person that actually has ever listened to that. Thank you for that. trying. Thanks for trying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, see, like, I don't know what's going on here. Whoa. That is amazing. Can we that please do is, the show like this? That is amazing. <laughs> well, we're no, live. Get rid of the background. That's great. It's okay. But I can't seem to figure it out. Hold on one second. Um, don't worry. We're only recording. That's, for that's cool. There, 6, that's better. Oh, Hello. So, yeah. Welcome. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet nice you, Danielle. Nice to meet you, too. How's it going? Good, good. I mean, I woke up early for you guys on a weekend, so. You woke up early. What time is it? Are you in, like, Calgary or something? Well, I usually sleep in on Saturday, sometimes if I'm not busy on the mm. weekend. Mm -hmm. I'm jealous. A luxury I have not had in, I don't even know how long. I've been waking <laughs> up at, like, stupid hours, not on purpose, forever. Like stupid as in like six early. in the morning. Like like I earlier. Yeah, that's like insane. I don't sleep. I'm like I'm really Batman. Nobody knows that you're all hearing it here first. I'm actually a, an evening. Nobody knew. Nobody knew until now. Nobody knew <laughs> until now because I'm not making yeah. much of an impact, TK. Of well, let's course. let's let's get Danielle to introduce herself. We got listeners. We're recording Please. already, Danielle. We're in in the mix. We're oh, so here. We're live. It's flight. not live, but it's record. It's being recorded, and okay. so we're going to be able to go, uh, you know, over this and make sure everything looks great afterwards. But what? Okay. Uh, tell us about yourself. Danielle. So my name is Danielle, and I will actually live in Toronto now. I was living in Vaughan four months ago, and I work with Sutton Group Admiral. I have my own little team. By team, I mean I have an assistant that works with me, and hopefully, I'm going to grow. And I've been in real estate for a while. I'm only 26, but um, a total of 11 years in the industry. Awesome. Explain so, that. Explain that. We're all doing the math. That's in our head good. Right yeah. Now. So, so you're working at you're working men. What were you since working? Since you were before? three years old, did I do the math right? No, 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 no. Since no. I was like 15 and a half, I've 15. been uh, my my first job was at Remax Hallmark, yep. and um, I wasn't really planning on becoming a real estate agent. I actually hated realtors, mm. so mm. I actually Welcome did get into the, the comments business. of this. Welcome show. to the group. Yeah. Yeah. I hated, I hated realtors. Oh, I hated working with them. Realtors. 
Yeah, so, they're not nice. No, they're not good either. Yeah, I was. Uh, Except for you too. You guys are the best. There's some of us that are the best. There are. There's a certain group of us on Twitter that I really like. Not so much uh, TikTok, but I'm sure you guys know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on My TikTok. two platforms that I avoid for those exact two reasons. But uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so you're working admin. You're seeing mm -hmm. the ins and outs. You're like, man, this job, these guys are stressed all the time. They're rude. It's like, this guy's not making any money. This guy thinks he's hot stuff. And uh, one day you were just like, hey, well, you know, maybe I could do that. Why, I was don't also, I get a li why don't I get my license? I also, I was a personal assistant and I worked in property management and I I worked for a few developers as well. So I, I got a little bit of taste of everything in the industry and I didn't like it. And I was in school and I finished and I was going to become a lawyer and it just changed for me. I'm like, you know what? If these clowns can make money by lying, I can just get into the industry and be different. And it's mm. been working out for me. That's nice. how I became a, a developer. A I was like, to the show. <laughs> if all these other guys can do it, I probably used the term clown in my head, but if all these other guys could do it, I can certainly do this too. Yeah. And look, look, look where we are, guys. This is great. So did you get into it? Like, was there a family member that was a realtor or something? Like, how were you? Have, I don't have any family here. My parents so, don't know anything about real estate at all. So how did you at 15 get a job in a real estate office? I applied online. Did you say you were like 18? <laughs> it, the legal age to actually work as admin is 16 so what happened was i was still i wasn't 16 yet so i started working for an agent for a few months before i turned 16 and then the minute i turned 16 i actually started working for the company look there's fraud everywhere in the industry tk even the even admin the assistants have yeah. to lie about their <laughs> ages isn't this that's fine. That's a good story. Like, I think story. everybody's got to have a good story, right? And it's like, that to me is a good story. You know, you started out in the industry. And you, you hated know, Squeezing it. in just the minimum it. age. And then it was like, I, I can see the holes in the industry itself. And I'm going to make it better. Here I am. Here I was I am. allowed to to work um, as an assistant for another realtor. He was, because he yeah. was just paying me in his own way. But yeah, you yeah. couldn't work for an office until you turned 16. So That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah my, my dad's a, a realtor. And so uh, he definitely had child labor going on when I was real young. And uh, that's just the way it goes. Oh, yeah. And my that's kids typical. on the job. So and my kids uh, definitely help out when I need them to. So until my is, daughter I, fell, then, then she wouldn't come anymore. My daughter fell on the job site once and that was it. Uh oh, it was too bad. Yeah. Are your kids older? Like, do they work in the industry? <laughs> my daughter will have her real estate license by the end of next month, it looks like. Oh, wow. Yeah, Congrats. she's she's, she's 19. She's gonna be 20. And my son who's 16 is like that. I think I want to do what you do. Yeah. I'm going to go make a deal by the time I'm 18. He told me this yesterday, dad, yeah, I'm going to make nice. a deal by the time I'm 18. And I was like, all right, buddy, let's go. Wow. Giddy up boy. Isn't it crazy? Good like luck. on, especially on social media, I was talking to some, I'm in a, an apartment building uh, downtown in the annex on uh, Wednesday. And the mm -hmm. agent's telling me about some buyer that he's got who's super young and everything else, right? Like, sorry, the seller. And it's like, oh, it's this young group of guys. So then I told him a story about a, a guy who was offering on a building I was selling before who was like 22 years old. And he was like the most organized kid ever. You know, he was doing analysis for like a pretty big uh, investment company. And, you know, he showed up like ready to go, like money, like arranged and everything. So it was like, Things are getting things are getting really different now because of social media. And I think that these 
19, 20 year olds are looking at deals, whether it be development, wholesaling, real estate, whatever it is. Have you seen some of the ads, Danielle, on, on social media where like they're trying to sell things to realtors? So it's like 350 bucks a month and you'll get all these leads or whatever. But the yeah. kid's like 20 years old in a suit, like telling me that I should buy leads from him. Like, and it works. It's crazy though. Like, yeah, it, works. Works. it works. Sorry, it works for who? It works for him for his ads to sell that well, package every month, or it works for the realtors to buy the leads. Which one? Both. No, the the leads are all crap. Oh. But it works for him. <laughs> it works for him. Okay, it works for him. Just we have a saying here on the Canadian Real Estate Show. It's the only guaranteed way to make money in real estate is mm -hmm. to sell things to realtors because those guys will buy anything. I learned that from TK. TK yeah. is the master. That's our that's our our motto here. So we're not. <laughs> well, it it going. seems like a, a a sure way, like a sure win. Yeah. I mean, realtors are looking for a way to get an edge while simultaneously keeping the level of work at its current pace, which is for most zero. pretty damn close to like checking the messages and like calling a couple people back. It's funny, man. Like there's some, there's some realtors out there that it's like, are you interested in buying a church? Um, like <laughs> where, where's the church? Like, can I get a little bit more info? Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, can you, can you have a call with this guy? Like, who's this guy? Oh, he's the guy who's got the church. Like where, how am I going to get? And this is like a regular kind of runaround. It's like yeah. it's really crazy. But but uh, a, a younger, more technologically savvy um, realtor right now who's got their shit together, man, can really do some damage. Because I don't, I, I can't imagine it's hard for like other people to sniff out these horrible, horrible realtors, like. It's, it's close to impossible now. Yeah. I was actually on a different podcast and I was talking about it. It was on TLN and uh, we were talking about how social media is so dangerous now, because how do you know who you're going to trust or who you can believe? Because everyone's so sure of themselves online mm. and majority of people are just naive. They, mm -hmm. they just don't know. No. And what do you do? Yeah. Like what are the, what are the what would you recommend to a client? Like, what do you tell your clients to recognize the value that you have in order to be able to, you know, make sure that they're making the right decision? I tell them to interview, interview like five, six realtors. Mm -hmm. Like if you see someone online and you see their presence online and you're happy with it, that's not enough to make a decision. No. It's such it's a like big a, transaction. Social media is like just a really long billboard. It is. Right. Free, a free, a really free, long billboard. really oh. long billboard. That's where you can key. edit like constantly, mm -hmm. right? So it's like through through meeting a bunch of people that we we deal with in social media, you see that you know a lot of um a lot a lot of bark is way better than the bite. Mm -hmm. Well, I know right? someone who uh, got his license about five six months ago, and he started a podcast. But I know from because we're like we have mutual friends that. You know, he's only done like three lease deals and he's out here giving people advice and that's scary on 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 like 80 million dollar land assembly right? <laughs> like, talking about things that he just should not be talking about yeah i, I mean, won't i won't talk about things that i don't i don't know like i i'm not really i don't know that much about development like you do 
And I can admit to that. And I, I spoke to another realtor who's uh, very big in land space and he sells buildings and he's really big in commercial. And he's like, you know what, if you have any questions, you call me, I can teach you everything. And I can be honest when I don't know everything. Some of these realtors, they're they're not honest with themselves. Okay. I think I give credit though for a new agent for putting themselves out there. And I think that that is, I think the start of it all, um, you know, like the fake it till you make it kind of thing, but you're right though. You have to draw the line. So if you have a podcast, what a good way for a realtor to do would be to just bring on guests. Yes. So you have the podcast, you, you, you're new, but then you just bring on other realtors and you bring on other guests and you bring on more people. And so Interview over time, them. yeah. So over time so you're providing value from real experts and over yeah. time people will see you as being like their point of contact for information. Well, right? exactly. what, yeah. What most do is yeah. they become the expert, right? They they go on there and they say like, prices are only going up. Or if you look mm -hmm. at the long-term trend in Toronto over 30 years, prices only go up and you should. Up. But people become the expert now. And with all the fancy editing and all the, the tricks and, you know, you can rent the, uh, the Lambo for the background. But this is, it's a joke, but it's not a joke. Like this is what's going on. People are out there and they're, they're, talking a talk and they're acting as if or whatever you want to say from whatever course told you to do it but they are and they're teaching people stuff and people are listening and so mm -hmm. most people don't see someone in in social media and then meet them and know that there's a disconnect right yeah. most people don't understand that they don't know what they're talking about even when they're in front of them now right mm -hmm. And then, and then most people have like a, a group or a band of merry men behind them, like the mortgage guy and the lawyer who are all, you know, schmucks too. And next thing you know, you got like an article written about you in, in every news media outlet in, in Canada because you got your house stolen when you went on vacation. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. What, what, Danielle, what's going on out there in the market? So we've got a bunch of stories out there a lot of anecdotes about the market and february's numbers and all that kind of stuff what are you seeing personally in your business um i see that prices have gone down but not to a certain crazy extent like interest rates are still really high and i'm hearing that out east there's bidding wars like crazy my friends showing Durham properties. region yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's insane i don't find that here i actually just listed a condo in mississauga and it's been pretty slow i mm -hmm. thought that it would pick up a little bit we've had a few showings in the last three days um i just feel like there's not enough supply yet like mm -hmm. we haven't reached that that um in that time in the market where there's i'm expecting a lot more supply in the third quarter and everyone's waiting for these crazy price drops. Why? So Why been, in the third quarter? What's happening in the third quarter? What do you know that we don't know? We want to know. I've been reading about it online. Um, mm. I've been. I actually discussed with a few people on Twitter that there's going to be more foreclosures, power of sales in the uh, third quarter. A lot more mm. people are going to start defaulting. Renewals are coming up. So I feel like that's going to put more supply into the market. Do you, remember, do you remember when the pandemic happened and they had um, the deferral cliff, right? And everyone was saying the mortgages are being deferred. So what it was is the the, can, the banks and, and the government all said, you don't have to pay your mortgage for up to six months. And there was all these different things. I, I heard that. Yeah. yeah. So then it yeah. was like, okay, all these people now are going to be forced to sell because they now have to pay those payments and they didn't have to make those payments before, but they don't have a job anymore. So therefore and that it's all didn't happen. happen. And then it didn't happen. 
yeah. and then the trigger rate was the new one right the trigger rate was everyone trigger going to get triggered a tr trigger trigger gate trigger gate whatever <laughs> that didn't happen and so like i totally agree with you i feel like what you're saying is going to happen too it's like it has to it's like it why is it not happening happen. well, but so mention, far we've, we've all been wrong so far so i'm kind of like what's going on what do i do what do i say how do i get there i don't like to say 100% but i do know that a lot of canadians borrow against their homes and the interest is killing people mm -hmm. and i do know that I know a lot of people personally that can't even keep up with these interest payments. Like it's sure. too much. They're getting third. And there's a Macan and a Cayenne in the driveway, right? Yeah. I right. had a story like that the other day. And as I'm telling him, cause he's telling me, well, why is it that people are so, and I said, well, because after they got the mortgage, they went out and bought and I named a couple yeah. cars and then he went quiet. And then as we're talking and talking, he says, well, I, I had drive this and then I yeah. mortgage my house to buy that. And I was just like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, we were at Harbor 60 because and oh, what he, time is he it? He was Boom, the guy who actually did that. And, and that's right? why he was selling. I was like, oh, boy. But pulled up I to the Lambo, just, pulled up to the restaurant in a Lambo with the Rolex and yeah. can't make the mortgage. I just borrow Daryl's anytime I need to go anywhere. <laughs> and <move that>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people also, they, they pulled out, bought more real estate. These are all mm -hmm. new investors. Like That's like awesome. rental properties, investment yes. properties. Ooh. Yeah. Airbnbs, no doubt. Mm -hmm. We prefer yes. to call them speculators. Oh. No, they're 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 a little different. These are just madmen. Okay, check this cascading effect out. Okay. So you 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 you're lucky enough to somehow own a house. Probably mom and dad gave you some money, you put a down payment, you got a house. House goes up over a couple of years, right? And you don't yeah. really do much. You just kind of like go out for dinners, go to the gym, and you you live in a nice life. Maybe you have a job in tech that pays you something stupid for doing nothing. And now you, you you got a friend who's like i'm selling new condos and this is a, a fucking steal and like just give me like a hundred grand you'll get like five of them and you'll never close don't worry about it right yeah fine hundred grand i got a hundred grand in my pocket bro like bottle service tonight right and so 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 he buys five condos and then boom everything just changes overnight the tech company fires his ass right his house is going down in value rates are going up and closings coming and so how many of those did we have did that cliff hit tk but this is like no. the this is a mindset for a lot of people out there like they were making they were balling out based on their houses and they were taking money out to borrow against something and now they're all sitting there going like oh my god what do i do that's what Canadians do, though. They use their house for everything. 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 And it's everything. so dangerous because they, they think they can predict the next two, three, four, five years. Like everyone's trading real estate like it's a short-term stock when really it's a buy and hold type of investment. And it's been crazy. It's hard not to, though. Like even in my lifetime, just running up. Like so, so TK gave us an article to discuss in like, the difference between buying now and in the 90s, which this is a great topic because there's like three different kind of like I'm almost 50. TK is almost 40. Or are you? Hey, 40, hey, TK? hey, be nice. You, 40? Yes. Yeah. And so you're probably in your mid, mid 20s, right? Early 20s. Yeah, so, right. So I remember I bought in the 90s my first house and. Mm -hmm. It was fucking crazy. I bought like from a builder off of plans and there's lineups out the door to get into this sales office, right? 
So I like, it didn't seem very different to now back then for me, but you read this article and it's was, it was like, didn't sound very fun at the beginning of the nineties. Right. And so we had this whole decade where prices were like flat and decreasing. So now I know in my whole lifetime, prices have just been going up, 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 up. And I'm old, right? Like I, but we've had a couple of little crashes, like blips, but like up, 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 up. Same for TK for sure. Constantly up. Yeah. Never had an inflation thing. So like, but people your age must be like, some of them must be getting fucking destroyed. And some of them must be so loaded. It's disgusting. Some are, and a lot of them aren't. A lot of them probably won't be able to buy maybe till they're 36, 37, looks like. What's the experience like for, for younger people now? Like they, people don't get married till they're older now. And it's like, it's like a no. different life. What's it like to look for your first place and to, to, to shop in this environment? Well, a lot of the people that I grew up with in my area have family money. So their parents are gifting them down payments or they've already bought them pre-construction units from five years ago. I have friends that are younger than me that already own like two, three condos that their parents bought them pre-con. So their parents are the ones that are really making these smart choices for them. As for people, regular people my age, they're just renting and they're dealing with these crazy high rental prices. So it's 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 a mix of both from the area that I like, I grew up in Thornhill. And it's it's very different for everybody. I have some friends that are trying to get into the market, but they they don't have enough money. They can't do it. And I tell them straight up, I'm like, they want to put 5% down, but then they can't even afford the mortgage. And I don't really talk to anyone who does mortgage fraud personally. When I saw these articles, I was in shock. And then I saw something yesterday saying that 70% of realtors are saying that it's okay to do a little bit of mortgage fraud. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, 70% of realtors. Yeah, 70% of realtors, yeah. I think. Well, uh, what constitutes It's okay fraud, if, it, if think, it closes your deal to you. Exactly. It's fine Darryl, if Darryl it helps you. made this you. point when everything was going on is maybe the realtors aren't involved in like that, like, you know, fraudulent notice of assessments or whatever else that has know to be done to do that. But like, you know, they'll they'll say, well, you know what? This house is going to be a rental property, but just say you're going to live in it so you can put 5% down. Yeah. or stated income like you know i know you only make like 60 but this you know this program you can say you make 90 like there's mm -hmm. little things like that that i think more realtors are involved with than anybody could imagine but the um the the actual fraud like the actual fraud like that like i don't know any realtors who would who are involved in that so for me to say 70% like it's not inclusive of like what the cbc marketplace thing was doing that's just like basic little fraud stuff like you're at your average little white lie like when you fill out your credit card application and you're like yeah five hundred thousand dollars income let's just see what they approve me for i i just want i just want to find out what they're going to say you know like and then they're like how much is in your notice of assessment please sir. sorry how much of the income are they faking because those people i that imagine that they would have to do like all new income and and i think what the the one company the true north mortgage in that in that um do, uh series was saying that it was like a fake company. They so opened like, fake corporations, I'm pretty sure. And did you see whatever they do, it, was video? Fake, it was a whole fake job. Like it did wasn't you see just Jordan like, Skrinko's video that he just put out about uh oh the fake yeah the fake company and yeah, that yeah, like yeah. they oh god it was yeah, so yeah. great. But yeah. this is what happens. It's like you know you call and they know the answers to the person about the person like right off the tip of their tongue. It's like yeah 
but then they're buying houses that they can't afford. And then when interest rates keep going up, they're mm -hmm. also going to be affected by no, this. But nobody yeah. was calling before. Like you understand, like you could put, you could put Mickey mouse as your as your referral yeah. and nobody, nobody gave a shit no, right like nobody me, was checking nobody, nobody was calling i know that they can and the mortgage brokers always told me like hey watch out like you know they might call their job to see if they're still working because sometimes it's like contract work there's these different things sometimes there's like they might check your credit again so that we tell their clients don't go and lease a car before closing like things like that right but a lot of the times they actually don't check it's just like it could be random that they actually do check right but for the most part it's just like a lot of deals going through the underwriter's hands and he's just like, okay, okay, okay. This looks good. This looks good. This looks good. So yeah, I imagine they're calling more people now. I imagine like they're calling the actual employers in a lot of cases. I'm sure. I, I think so. Maybe now. Yeah. But, but they weren't before. Like I know that they weren't before. Like most no. people were not getting a call to their head office to figure out if that job letter was real or not. They just looked at it and they said, it looks real. And they took it. And that was it. Not and even it, it looks real. It's it. more like it's good enough for me. Like, let's maybe, get to the next one, right? This one's yeah. going to get me my money. I, I just want to know. What realtors do with uh, rental applications, too. That's why there's so mm. many fake rental applications out there now. It's been, become a really big problem lately. Yeah, that's, that's so what are you seeing easy, with an that? easier one to get away with because you're just you're just dealing with another realtor who just wants to get the place leased, right? Oh, yeah. I interview the potential tenants now. It's like nice. a 48 hour irrevocable in the offers. Yeah. I don't care anymore. Yeah. I'm going to find out. I'm going to get to it. Because I want to come over to where you're living right now. I want to see how you live, see how you're living, what you're doing, <laughs> how much money you're making. You're not happy with that? No problem. No problem. Yeah, what, we'll what about lifestyle? Danielle, like anytime we've had a couple uh, people who are, you know, in their twenties and obviously mm -hmm. things have changed over the last little while, lifestyle wise, are people starting to like you know, be okay with being in a smaller place, being okay with being, you know, maybe not having a car or like, what What are the lifestyle changes that people have had to make in the last couple of years, like in your circles? It doesn't seem like anyone's made any changes. I feel like no. people are still <laughs> spending a lot more than they should be. And yeah. it's, it's crazy. They're living paycheck to paycheck, dead. Yeah. It's really nobody's, crazy. Nobody's and... eating craft dinner, house no, hacking. They're going to Harbor 60, exactly what you guys said. Oh my for the gosh. for the Instagram, the lavish life. It's that's just how it is. I'm Any telling trauma. you from my experience, people my age, a little bit older than me. That's what I've been seeing. Mm -hmm. And you yeah. know that these people don't have money, and they're killing themselves to to live this type of life. I put so out a tweet. Trouble, that, I put out a tweet the other day. It's like, what happens when the tide goes out and everyone's naked? TK. Because you know what? Rates go high enough and everybody starts getting exposed. Look at what's going on. You got some big companies defaulting on some monster loans in the States right now, right? Mm -hmm. Like monster commercial companies defaulting on $1.7 billion loans. Like, mm -hmm. we, like we have $700 million bankruptcy in Vancouver, $1.7 billion default in the States. Like, this is still, I think, the tip of the iceberg, guys. Like It is the tip of the iceberg. It's going to get way worse. So what happens to all these people who are out there, you know, balling it and just don't get, like, they sit, they're hearing all this negative news and they're looking around going like, like, I just got a raise, bro. Like, I'm I'm living it, right? <laughs> like, fine, I, yeah. I got reservations, right? Like, I'm going away next week. Like, the, but like, people are... 
a lot of people, I mean, if you aren't in, I guess, certain tech companies or maybe even the restaurant business is booming now. Like I was saying, I was saying the other day, I don't know where I was saying it. Maybe it was on here. Like my waiter is living the life that I wish I had, right? Like I'm at this Greek restaurant and the guy's talking about all this amazing stuff he's doing all the time. And I was like, like, it must be great to be a waiter. Like the tips <laughs> must be crazy here. <laughs> Right. Cause how is he doing this? And I'm sitting here going, like, maybe you do we the math like and you know, like, you know, like spending on yeah. this a little bit. And like, you know what? Like, dinners are kind of shit when we go out now. Maybe like chill out a little bit, drink a I little bit. I think more that we just home. care a lot more than other people. Care to we... not lose what we have versus, yeah, to like, like, they just, they just, if you have nothing to lose, really, right? If you're living paycheck to paycheck and on credit, like, what's yeah. the difference? They don't think about it. I have friends that just don't think about it. They don't want to know when I'll, when I'll, if I bring up inflation, they'll be like, Danielle, shut up. Mm. Like, I'll be talking about it during dinner. They're like, Danielle, we don't want to talk about it. Like they just, they yeah. blocked out. It's I was really stuff. hoping that this was not going to be the answer. I was hoping you were going to tell me that everybody is seeing what's going on because it takes a generation to change the habits of the people before, right? Know, and we right? obviously have bad spending habits and we obviously have bad um, debt problems. And we need a whole generation of people to be raised in a high interest rate environment where we can get back to like that depression era mentality. Because who the that, fuck wants that though? But that's what it takes though. Fine, but who wants it? How's that's it gonna it happen? Takes. People I'm are just, gonna push out against that like crazy. I'm just telling you, there's there's certain things that when people grow up a certain way, they're and maybe it's the children of today. I don't know, maybe it's the children of 10 years from now before this will happen. My but when kids. you grow up a certain way and it's like you're struggling and you don't have everything and that right. you need more, uh, you know, support, but your parents love you, but you know, you, you see how hard they're working and that you're making sure that you're not going to go and take on all that debt because you want to have a, a, a better life and everything else too. Those are the, the fundamental changes that need to happen. And if they don't like, I don't even know when this bubble is going to burst. I just know that it's going to be really bad when it happens. I thought it was going to be this year. I'm just seeing the activity out there and I'm like, People still have money. They're still spending like crazy. So if as if they just keep absorbing all the inventory that keeps coming up, it doesn't matter how many people go bankrupt because there'll be a buyer to buy their house at a reasonable price. Yeah. You know? How so much inventory? Do. Like how much inventory do you need to balance this? So much more than we have now. Yeah, way more than and we the have. baby boomers own all the inventory. So they're doing fine. They're like, whatever. Oh. Good. Are you we know? going to get into a boomer conversation now? Just saying that they're the ones who own their inventory. The few people that have to, that are struggling are not the people who have all the wealth. And so even if all of them put their houses on the market, there'll be a bunch of boomers who can probably absorb it. They'll say, oh, my neighbor's for sale and he's selling it for the same price I paid five years ago. Like, great. You know? So, so but let's just say they didn't own it or they're, I mean, they're letting it go because they're dying uh, mm. or retiring or whatever. I mean, that's, that's inventory. That's good. Yeah. No, but it's inventory. Nobody can afford. That's the problem. And so we started kind of going on a tangent before and we got distracted, what but like, it? well, people are getting what they wanted. Like everybody's wanted prices to come down, but like, is it, it's less affordable now than it was even two, three, four years ago. Isn't it? Mm -hmm. it like is. Affordability gap has spread. Has it not? So what yep. the fuck? Like, are people okay renting now? I, I mean, I I know I the conversation in my house with my kids is like, like, you better be okay with renting, right? 
-hmm. you have to be okay with renting or dad has to, to buy you a condo now but like mm -hmm. you should learn how to fish on your own yeah right yeah right so like what the fuck are these kids gonna do they're gonna if, if you're we were saying the other day if you have a budget of like two grand a month like go look around go enjoy that roommate in the one plus den that you move into downtown like what can you people get for nine hundred and fifty dollars for a room downtown Toronto? People are, are deal. paying yeah, way more than that. Yeah, yeah, way more. Yeah. So people need to get used to renting until things change, and I don't know how they're going to change. They can't, can't change. Do this is the thing. So is there? Do people still actually? Is there a belief, TK? Do you believe even that they can catch up at at some point? Like. Like is that in the in the realm of reality for you? I guess I'm I guess I'm an optimist, right? Is that something's going to change, right? There'll be some sort of leveling out. I'm hoping by the time my kids are are you know thirty, you know that they can own a home in an area that they want to be and that they okay. can afford that. Our you know that's two decades this, this, from now, bro. Uh, that's okay, a long time. Hold when on. when Vancouver, so Vancouver was a good example because when everything was really changing fast, right? This is the Canadian real estate show. We'll try to talk about them. Um, when Vancouver was changing really fast, there were some really successful like people who just couldn't afford to live, you know, on the mainland. Like it was like, you know, the, the lawyers, the doctors, all those professions that people grow up to be like, you know, to have that status of success. They're like, we can't even afford to buy. Who is buying all these properties? And obviously foreigners are being blamed and all that kind of stuff, right? So yeah. I wanted to return to that where it's not just like elitist foreign nationals or, you know, people who have generational wealth who can afford to buy a house. I That's want it to be like, if you have too. two incomes in a, in a marriage, a couple, and you both have, you know, good income, well above average, you should be able to afford the best neighborhood in the city because of that alone, you know, and that you the build best your way up in to the it. city. Well, you know what? Yeah. Like something central, something that makes sense. That's how it was. That's but then was. everybody's going to like, what are we going to build one building and everybody will live in it? That's not no. even real. What I'm saying is that if you make the money and you've got the wealth to be able to live in a certain area, you, that that should be an option for you. So, but just by having a job, by two people in no. the family having a job, you get I'm, to live I'm in the best part of over town. Over time, you know, you buy your condo, you you pay it down faster because your income improves. You build up equity, you move on to the townhouse, then you move up to the house. By the time you're 40, you're living in the right house because you've had uh, you know the sol a solid income. It's become way harder than that, though. Way harder than that. And also lawyers and and doctors. My lawyer complains. My doctor complains. Yeah. He, my my doctor looks at me. He's like, "You're probably making way more money than me." And I went to school for eight years, and I'm like, "It, it, it is what it is." It hurts. It does they hurt. Like, they don't like. They don't like the 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 sound that the sound of that. But at yeah. the end of the day, um, I'm hoping that my son Daryl, to answer your question, my sons will be able to buy houses in the city and live where they want to do, you know, based on their income. And, a lot and of people suffering on the way to your sons in 20 years from now, buying something TK 15 years from now, maybe they're going to think about buying something, right? I'm, I'm okay with prices going down for 20 years. Doesn't affect me. So selfish, TK. It doesn't affect me. I'm just saying. Jesus, you know, you're like a you should evil be paying villain. Off your, you should be paying off your mortgage. Whatever price you just bought your house for, you should have had a plan to be paying off this mortgage. So oh, but what about everybody's plan year was to sell it in three it, years. Paid off in 20. So oh. now after 20 years, you've paid off your loan. You've Your commitment was to buy that house at that price. 20 years later, you're using you're using tomorrow's money, which this is worth less than today's. not how it works here in Canada. This is and not the price that what they sold us. buy in with is going to be more affordable and inflation too will change things. I mean, wages will rise. There'll be lots of other factors that'll come in.
No, but what happens here is that you sell it in three years and you make 150 grand clear <laughs> and you don't pay tax on it. And then you buy another one and it happens again. And you just keep doing that. This and you, and you never is lose, right? real estate. Da Danielle was, asking, Danielle was asking, when do we think inflation is going to come down? Which Isn't is, it coming I down that's already? The, that's, well, it's, come, it's, it's starting to come down. We had great numbers there in January. but You, you know what stops the uh, CPI from going up? blowing up Nord Stream 2 and cutting off like a whole bunch of gas supply to the to the world mm -hmm. that and a, and a war which doesn't mm -hmm. seem to be de-escalating that should probably bring prices on things down we're fucked like there's no way and if people are still spending and right now like what's a mortgage rate a five-year mortgage rate now is it still in the five five percent yeah five yeah, percent so yeah. things went from you could get it with a one in front of it to now a five in front of it. And people are like in bidding wars regularly. Right. Yeah. And so still at Harbor 60. High. Prices right? are still high. Interest rates are still high and there's still bidding wars. Still bidding wars. Still hard to get a reservation at a good restaurant so what is, at 8 what is What does that tell you, Danielle? If there's still people out there buying, what does that tell you? I don't know what that tells me. Unemployment, super low. People need a place to live. They need and a place it, to live. But yeah, I was talking to another it. agent. He's like, there's people getting divorced. Uh, there's people that, you know, just sold and they need to buy. So many different reasons, but. Immigration, maybe. There's some people coming in lately. Yeah. No, are you not a, are you not a proponent of immigration making no, a I'm, difference? No, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. No, but, but do, you do you think, think it makes a market? difference to the to the market? Yeah. I don't feel like it's made a difference. Can they I don't can know. they buy a I don't house? Know. I think that they can. Yeah. Like I have I, I work with immigrants all the time. It's just I don't know if it's making a huge change. I feel like they should let a lot more people in. More than the nice. eight hundred thousand they let in last year? We don't have that many people in Canada. Not in Canada, but um the concentration of humans in Canada seem to be narrowly focused to this one little part that's right beside the uh CN the tower? Uh, cn tower yeah, yeah I, you I have to see the cn that. tower when you come to canada if you can't see like, the cn this tower this isn't canada what are yeah. you talking about we're in like russia i thought that they like were that. letting in immigrants all throughout canada though not they are but who, who the hell want do you if you if you were like desperately trying to get out of your country and move somewhere else and they handed you the saskatchewan card what would you do run right i'd say yeah okay no problem thank bring, you very much and as soon as i landed i'd be on a bus to toronto like, yeah, but see, TK. to go see my cousin see danielle he didn't grow up in thornhill like we did he thinks he very differently of course i did oh wow yeah I think very differently. What do you mean? So listen, you're we like all happy. There. You'd go into like Wheat Town and you'd have fun. And me and Danielle yeah. would be like, Ugh, what is I grew up in Scarborough. We got to, uh, you know, we're, we're, we gotta we're go. used to it over there. You know, it's, it's tough streets over there, right? We need at least the Saskatoon. Calgary. No problem. I can handle it. At least Calgary. At least Calgary. Yeah. Vancouver. Oh, everyone's loving Calgary now. What's going on with Calgary? They have the best marketing campaign in Canada. That's it. Yeah, They're trying to, um, I have realtors reaching out to me from there saying, you know, sell this pre-con project, sell this pre-con project. Mm. And there's people that are actually. Are you doing it? I'm not. No. Why? Why? Tell I, don't us. Know any, I don't know anything about Calgary. I'm focused on Ontario. I don't know anything about Calgary and I don't have any clients that want to buy in Calgary. Like my people, my generation, they're not going to move 
to Calgary because they can't afford anything here. They'd rather rent and just live in Toronto. No one if wants to move to Calgary. If, if your client said to you, like, if you had a friend and they were like, look, Danielle, we've got, you know, I work at the post office and my husband works at, um, you know, the hospital as a nurse. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've got jobs that we can go anywhere and we're thinking about going to Calgary and we'll just start our family there because, you know, it, it, we're, we're fine with seeing our family on on Zoom and, and things like that. And we can travel whenever we need to. Like, yeah. what would you say to your clients? If they want to move to Calgary, no problem. I'll refer them to an agent there, help them buy a pre-con there. No problem. But I I haven't come across anyone that's wanted to do that. But it's and crazy I, that people aren't doing that, though. Right, mm-hmm. a lot Isn't of it? people. How should is it, it crazy? Doesn't it make it? sense? It, it should be Saskatchewan should be like like you, people should be rushing there. The the, yeah. the the amount of jobs that will be available in Saskatchewan in the coming decade is going to be insane. The mm-hmm. price of wheat and things that they grow there is going to go through the goddamn roof in the next decade, mm-hmm. and like it's going to be a boom town. But you still have to live in saskatchewan that's the drawback right so calgary seems to be and i haven't been to either from my perspective Mm -hmm. seems to be the better of the two it seems to be a little hipper and cooler and i don't know maybe it's just because it's more expensive it seems better right but like i it seems like i would want to live in calgary over saskatchewan but like who wants to live in new brunswick or the yukon or what's the new one called None of it. Who the fuck's moving in none of it? They don't want right? none of it. Yeah, I think uh, New Brunswick and all those places too, I think are, again, like more people should be moving there. If you have yeah, a job, Montreal. you want to raise your family, you realize that here it's like slave labor working for you know somebody else to, to right. just pay 50% of your income towards rent or, or a mortgage payment. Go and enjoy life living in a small in a small smaller city somewhere else. I agree no. with you guys, but it's very difficult to pick up and leave mm-hmm. all That's your so friends all your family mm-hmm. all your memories to new just friends new, new, but when new you're family, young they're still memories. your friends tk you need another decade to realize friends. that they're all shit and yeah. assholes and liars and right. then you can move very right? true got associates now when you're in your 30s it's like fuck everybody let's go but then <laughs> the kids make you stay then the yeah. kids are like, I got I my friends, friends with those here. guys because they got the same age. Kids I got to play I online with them in the same city. I can't be like in a warm country on a beach online. Yeah. Dad, jerk, yeah. <laughs> wanting to live your dream. Yeah. So th- but this is the cycle, right? This is the cycle. It's hard to leave. We, we talk about it all the time. Like in the States, though, they seem to have no problem picking up and leaving and moving to another state. Right. They have better like, options. But they still have family in the original state. And, I mean, but they, to move from New York to Miami. Well, it's the same people. But when you're t- but you're talking like Nebraska to wherever the hell else, right? Yeah. Like people are moving yeah. from New York to Idaho, right? Or from Chicago to wherever Dallas now to get a job, right? I think that's, that's better though than moving from Ontario to Saskatchewan. Or to none of it. But Saskatchewan's the new Dallas. It's the new Austin. It's just we're not gonna have a tech sector. We're gonna have a wheat sector that's booming. I, I just looked. I just looked up. Uh, we should, anyways. New don't, York don't to suppress Miami. It. New York to to Miami round trip, hundred and ninety two dollars. Canadian. Canadian. Whoa. Yeah, that's why. 
That's Because when people live in the States, they're like, you know what? I fly home for the weekend cheap. to go see mom and dad. It's no big deal. That's that's why. Those flights are are, are more accessible. The airports are there and that people can move around. This Here, is the spend reason. A, I spent a lot of time in uh, LA, Miami, and New York. And uh, very expensive. But in my opinion, better life. Mm. Well, if you move to like Iowa, you know, and then you just had to go back to visit your friends and family or hang out on the weekend or something like that. It's affordable to do that. We're here. Yeah, it's I not. Do I would do that. Move to yeah. Iowa. You Maybe, get like yeah. acreage, right? You get acreage yeah. and yeah. you get like a gated community and you get like a palace for mm-hmm. you ready? 280. Right, yeah. somehow Texas prices are crazy. Like, what the fuck Indeed. is going? I love Texas. Yeah, How do they Texas build would be them? where I'd move. I'd move to Texas if I was going to go to anywhere else. How yeah. do they build them like that? Mexicans. Ah, you see, that's the missing <laughs> that's ingredient. Mexicans. We don't, we we don't, don't have, have a Mexican Mexicans. labor force. That's our issue over here. So who are we yeah. bringing in here? Why aren't we 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 the immigration capital of the world, and we're not bringing in enough Mexicans? The Mexicans are the hardest workers out there, and they no, say they, they're going to be done by april 15th it's done by april 12th. they have to keep the mexicans in mexico because here they make 20 bucks an hour there they make like three maybe less yeah. if you come here now you got to make minimum wage right yeah what a fuck up all we have to do tk is make robotic manufacturing mm. facilities we were driving the other day and we passed by the amish furniture store and i was like I'll bet you it's a bunch of robots in there for real, because that's the easiest thing that robots could put together. It's like five pieces of wood, right? It's not robots, right? I'll bet you they got robots back there. uh, That's the the easiest thing to manufacture on earth. Furniture shop. But actually, Danielle, that's that's good that you brought that up. Danielle, what do you think about like chat GPT and stuff like that? Oh my God, I was just going to bring this up to you guys. Yeah. What do you think about all that in real estate? Here's me. Yeah. I just used it twice. I just used it for two clauses on my last like offer that I put out. I used it for a VTB uh, clause. It's fucking brilliant. I posted it on Twitter. It it wrote a VTB clause for me and it wrote, what was the other thing? (laughs) Like, and these are clauses that I know I have somewhere and I couldn't find them. And so like, I was like, Type me a clause for, uh, in Ontario, uh, VTB, where the this and that, and it's like boom, in perfect legalese. Like I put it on Twitter, not one lawyer. Lawyers were like, "Oh crap!" Right? Have you used it for 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 real estate? So I actually tried it two days ago. I typed in, <clears throat> um, type me a buyer newsletter for 2023 in the Ontario market, something like that. I was mind blown. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I was like, how is, how is this thing writing better than me? And I'm a good mm-hmm. writer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go pick out the GTP three sub stack in, in my sub stack articles. Tell me which one was written by GPT three. <laughs> like where was this when I was in university? My son, my son has been like using this for homework for, I don't even know how long for a while before chat, like this whole wave, my, my son's like, yep, I've been doing this for months that I haven't done homework for months. I was like, wow, (laughs) it's just different though. Like I used to have to go to the library or grab an encyclopedia and just copy out exactly what it said, like find the most obscure book on the topic and then copy it verbatim. Right. Maybe add a couple of words in, but like now it's like, do my homework, GPT. Let's go. 
Mm. What else can it do? Like, I'm not even kidding. So real, real estate, like, um, you know, creating social media posts, um, ads, things like that. You know, if you want to do your description, so you don't want to write your listings anymore. You can just be like, all right, I got a three bedroom bungalow on a ravine lot in a private area. Write me a nice description that makes it sound really appealing, you know, and they can, they can write something for you. Um, SEO got, marketing. It, it'll, it'll do your SEO marketing plan for you. Yeah. You've got, you've got a lot of, lot of stuff on the, on the online marketing side and everything else for it. What else? Probably data, database management tools, right? Like there's so many things that, that realtors will. And so those young realtors, the ones who are getting their license now, or the ones who are getting trained right now are going to come into this and they're going to be like, man, these old dogs, they don't know what they're doing. Like only we're automating some. everything. But, but it's not always some. right. It's not always right. Like if you actually go through the entire paragraph that they write mm -hmm. you, it's not on point. Like you have to edit it. You have sure. to go through it. But it's getting sure. better. And then it'll it'll it eventually get to the point where you know how to automate certain things, right? Yes. And I yeah. think automation is, we were talking about this a lot for the last couple of years. Automation is is key in, in every industry. And there's certain jobs that'll be eliminated. Our job will not be eliminated. It'll be enhanced. Enhanced. Right? And what I hope to happen, this is my bright idea, is that, automation will decrease the amount of agents that we have. It'll decrease commissions because it'll be less work per agent and there'll be more deals to do. So we can, you know, hopefully make the same amount of money, but we do more deals, but do less work because there's all this automation in between and things can happen fairly. And then that way there isn't a bunch of yahoos running around selling real estate. You have the real professionals who know how to do it, who are yeah. all there for the right reasons. And the consumer wins because they pay a lower fee and uh, the agent's aren't affected because they still make the same amount of money doing the same amount of work, which obviously my idea would have that element to it because it benefits me. But this is, this is what I see as being something that's, you know, really realistic. Right. I hope so. I hope it so. sounds like a good sounds plan. Good, right? Sounds like yeah. a nice little oasis of real estate. It's, yeah, it it's great. It's, it's a great fantasy because the real issue is like, look at Danielle. She was there at 15. She's not learning from people that think like her and that are looking into new tech. She's mm -hmm. learning from some dinosaur who's like, go get me the carbon paper, hun. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, but I'm not kidding. But it's that like, takes time. That takes learning time. from dinosaurs and the training program. I mean, I don't know what you went through, but this Humber program is so bad. It's so I pathetic. It's so, I can't believe that this is how they put you guys out to the world it's insane i heard it's it's easier than what oreo was it's it's but... better probably too Daryl, than what, what oreo was like it's right. probably yeah. more detailed this is yeah. sad oreo is... didn't teach me anything it was my experience in the industry that taught me everything about real estate right and so how many of your mentors was like you got to check out calendly or whatever that you know like they're not sitting there going hey like check out this new tech's gonna make you a rock star and make me obsolete here you go no, yeah, before I was licensed, I was teaching the older realtors how to use social media. For sure. Yeah. It was well, they're sitting there going, oh, this normal. Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. bitch, what is she trying to tell to do what? Oh, they didn't like it. Industry, right? They didn't like yeah. it. People make fun of me for being tell on TikTok. Tell me what to do. Yeah. yeah. And TikTok is like probably the easiest way to reach people out of every other platform. It depends like, what you post. Like I don't dance on there. It's... But still, strictly just me speaking. Views wise, advice. views wise, exposure. It's exposure. Right? Yeah, and it's and like you lead them to your Twitter, to your Instagram, familiarity, to your YouTube it's, channel, whatever. Yeah. People, people, when they talk to you, or people, even when they talk to me now, they feel like they kind of know me, 
or you a little bit because you give them a little insight through your videos, right? So you get like that warm lead if they're willing to work with you, which is interesting. I think it's really important to do the old school lead gen as well as the new stuff. What's the old school lead gen? Talk to me. Door door knocking, cold calling. So you're banging Uh, on doors? You're walking up to people's doors going, hey, how's it going? Talking to people is is the old school way, one way or another, however you get there. But actually having a conversation with another human being is the only way to sell. Because people, people watch my videos and I'm open about my life. So they connect with me. And in sales, you need to connect with the person that you're working with. So they feel comfortable with working with me. I've had people call me um, from my from my online presence and they're like, listen, like I fired my agent. I want to work with you. Mm-hmm. I feel like I vibe with you. Those are the words right. that you vibe. Mm-hmm. That I right. vibe with you. I love your energy. Terminology, Daryl. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> it means that they're getting along. You. Okay, Daryl. Yeah, that's so what it is. They get the vibe off you, right? Yeah. Do, do you but, ever, but do people ever like show up at the coffee shop that you're at and you're like, Hey, Danielle, I saw you get coffee over here. What, yes. When are we? Yes. <laughs> I'm actually, so people don't believe me, but I'll walk down the streets of Toronto or I'll be in Vaughn, whatever. Be like, oh my God, you're the real estate TikTok girl. I know you. I actually nice. watched my, my, my boyfriend watch your video the other day. I heard your voice in the other room. It's crazy because it's actually made me somewhat famous. Yeah. yeah. Like TK. TK goes to open houses <laughs> yeah. all the time and they're like, Aren't you that guy? There's from like that... four people who recognize me from Aren't this you on show. Dentures like, commercial. Aren't you the, you're like, and what about the funny guy, Daryl? And I was like, I, I thought you were the, the funny, funny guy. One. And you they're like, the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was it got awkward, and then <laughs> conversation ended right there. But <laughs> so far, that's exactly how the conversation. People just throw off. shit at me if they notice me in public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're that guy. Daryl doesn't notice stuff. Us. I don't. It's all positive though. He's not seen in public. Yeah, it's good, right? Social media, I think, is is important. So you're. It's dangerous, though, right? She was teaching. She was teaching agents social media as as a teenager before you were even licensed. Yeah, that's that's the start you need. And so now new generations will come up. Social media is huge. Technology is huge. So maybe Daryl, they're not gonna the real estate skill part. They'll still have to learn from the dinosaurs, but they'll be adding in these new schools that are literally just like common knowledge it'll just be like it's like when yeah. email came out you know like it's like you know how to how to scan a document and send it but when you're that something young. that people already knew coming into the industry and it wasn't they had to change whereas like my dad literally talking to him how to scan an email i swear i still have conversations with him he's been doing it for like over a decade but yeah. his age and everything else it's like scanning it a document fax it to me fax it to me right DocuSign. fax it don't get me started yeah i don't do docusign right yeah. it's like uh like a flip phone, like, yeah. but, but, but the problem is, is when you're young and you're nervous and you don't know what the fuck to do and somebody takes you under their wing and they're not teaching you this stuff. Now that we, when you want to use it, it becomes like, Hey, I'm using this thing. Right. And they're like, ah, oh, you don't need that stuff right now. You just got just listen to what I told you. You'll be fine. Right. Stick mm-hmm. with me and you'll be with silk pajamas or whatever the hell, right? They all have like their thing that they say that somebody said to them 20 years earlier. Yeah, This is the way, right? And it's hard when you're nervous and you don't know what to do to like, am I going to use this thing that I think is really smart that no one is really using right now? Or am I going to just go grab the carbon paper and do it the old way? That seems to work for all these people, right? And, And it's just tough to be in that middle spot. Even with me, like with development, I learned from some dinosaurs and very early I was like, this is the dumbest way to do this. We have to like do it like this and we got to do it like this and do it like this. And I mean, now I'm not part of the group anymore. Right. 
<laughs> just like that. <laughs> well, but they, they, not because they kicked me out, but because it didn't work. It didn't make any sense for me to work with these dinosaurs. But like when you're a yeah. realtor and you're like, I was older when I started doing this, when you're young and you start doing this and you don't know, or in an environment like today and you are just starting, I mean, fuck, can you imagine how scary it must be? You can try something new right now. Fuck up the only listing you got. Mm. Like, think about it, right? Yeah, Are you going to try something new? Yes, and I think I think if you're young, you're going to do it. You're going to be like, let's it, it's it's more effort. It's not like you're putting out a lot of money. It's just going to be like, OK, let's try to post this listing. A certain Social way media and... is nothing anymore. That's a no brainer. It's the new stuff that's that's coming. Okay, well, out. Exactly. Like using chat GPT to write the to the description yes. or, you know, would you to, trust you know, it? Would you trust it? Like, do people know read it, enough it afterwards? You're not going to, you know, Yeah, but people read what they write and put out already. It doesn't make any fucking sense. You ever read an offer that uh, an agent put out? Yeah, sometimes they're not knowledgeable enough. They'll read through something and they won't know what's right and wrong, especially if they're new. Mm-hmm. Even if they're not new. Or English is not their first language is another option. Yeah. Right? That, that's so another. They might not pick up on little details. That's a great place for chat GPT-3 to, 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 to help, though, is for people yeah. that don't speak the best English to plug it in there and get it to speed spit it out in English. Mm-hmm. Chat GPT-3 is going to be a game changer, though. So what else do we need? So from your perspective in the industry, what is the most important thing that the industry needs right now that would make the biggest difference, not change everything, because that's impossible, but the biggest impact now, what would have to happen in your perspective? Less agents. Less agents. Just like, like just beheading in front of everybody, just take 35,000 and just... Well, that's exactly what's happening right now. There's a, there's a industry cleanse. Natural though. We need the unnatural. We need like humans to come in with swords right now and just (laughs) clean house. No, really. It's like, if you've done one or two transactions in the last X years, you lose your license. You can't just refresh it. How about that? At least you can't just maintain your license. You got to do something. Mm -hmm. What about you? Do I, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Should I, mean, I run that's, on that's this? One. Should no, this be one. my campaign promise? I'm going to run yeah, for mayor, guys. That's Should one I run one. for mayor? Well, There's a lot, lot of people of... just get it to to sell their own real estate and their friends and family's real estate, and they have like a full-time job. Mm-hmm. I mean, three of my Uber drivers in the last few months, they're also realtors. Three of my Uber drivers are realtors. I got, I got realtors. jiu-jitsu the other day when I asked him, because he said he recognized me, and I said, like, you know, I was asking him questions, and I said, well, are you a realtor? I said, maybe you know me from real estate. And he looked at me, he was like, yeah, actually I am, but I, you know, I have many other jobs as well, hmm. you know? And so I was like, oh, it right. should be a full-time thing. Cool. This job yeah, should so maybe be full, full-time. But how do you regulate full-time, right? So I think, yeah, I mean, uh, deal, number of deal transactions would be one, right? But then there's so many people who need a license for other reasons, appraisers, all that kind of stuff. It's really complicated. It's really complicated. I think the main thing is always just going to be public education consumers need to know appraisers what they're, what they're dealing with they need to understand who they're who they're hiring so that they pick the right person you know but if you give all these people that uh, appraisers don't need their license they need the access to the info that the realtor has right all these people just need access to the, access info, to the info that you guys are yeah. clinging on to for dear life because it's the only thing that makes you relevant <laughs> fuckers fuckers anyways yeah right. danielle we could talk about this forever it was yeah. great to meet you thank it's you for joining yeah. us wicked Thanks success you're having and yeah good job social keep media presence. Like, do do what you're doing and like just keep doing it do it really well don't listen to what anybody else is telling you and 
and be make who waves. you are I'm on just there. trying to stand out be who yeah, you are stand though out. yeah make, stand make out by be being honest, honest yeah. and real because yeah. i'll tell yeah. you a lot of these social media guys that we interact with regularly yeah. they don't know how to fucking sell real estate they know how to market real estate yeah big I know. difference Huge big, difference. and you get good difference. at selling real estate by selling real estate selling yeah. real estate happens. you just eventually get good at it because you've done it so much then you know how to how to do it better than everyone else but you make mistakes you make mistakes yep. you go oh boy i better not do it like that again or yeah. like oh thank god that didn't you bite me in the ass yeah. mistakes are important obviously because you learn from them yeah. um but i i try and, and take care of everything yeah like, but a lot own of up to, own up to our mistakes and make sure that everybody is happy so at the end the client says dealing with you was fantastic and I'd recommend you to anybody else. And the, and the long-term perspective, you have no idea when I talk to agents, how um, short uh, sighted they are, you know, it's like, well, they don't want to buy right now. They're going to, you know, uh, wait till next year. I'm like, are you going to be an agent next year? Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you think you'd maybe want to have a client next year? Who's looking to buy something with you? Well, yeah. I'm like, so why don't you just help them deal with whatever it is they need to do, whether it's a rental or maybe they're doing renovations or getting their financing organized, take them out for lunch. I don't know. Next year, they'll be your client. How do you not, how do you not understand that? You know, it's a long-term business. The people that I'm dealing with today, some of them were 10 years ago that I was doing stuff with them. And it's just now the time for them to move. My business is all referrals. So when people ask me, like I got a call from an agent the other day, she's like, how are you getting so many listings? I'm like referrals. Yeah. I do good by one person and then they stick with me. Everything's long-term. Everything's long-term. You're building relationships. It's not a one-time transaction. Yeah. That's what makes you stand out as realtors. Yeah. It has to be. I always had a motto whenever I was working on sales, always, is it's about the next transaction, not this one. And if you treat it about the next one with these folks, There you're is going to act one. very different. No, but you're going <laughs> to behave will be differently one. on this one. Yeah, so, yeah. It, you know, a lot of people will be short-sighted and they'll be like, you know, fuck this. I got to get as much money out of this deal as possible. Like, forget about tomorrow. Like, let's just squeeze it out of this. And that attitude, you know, make different decisions based on different things that come up in in, in the deal, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and if you want to make sure that you work with these people next time they need to buy or sell, you're going to, treat that situation a little differently for sure. Yeah. And if everybody would just worry about that next one and securing the next one, mm-hmm. they will yeah, make more. Think about the next deal. I never, referrals. it's never that one deal. Yeah. yeah. Referrals and free social media marketing. What a world. Speaking of social media, Danielle, shameless plug, where can our listeners find you? Oh, I think I emailed this to you guys, but, um, just for the list, our listeners too will just be some of them. Do you understand? Danielle's Spotify. the only one who followed, followed the directions. Complete instructions. She like reconfirmed. I'm like that. She, I'm she did everything that we asked. This is for. the perfect reason to hire okay. her as a real. Everybody else Good just quality. ignores it. I did bring a mic, and then I realized that I don't have the proper converter for the USB. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, crap. I had the same mic. Sound was good. Sound was good. Okay, um, awesome. So where where can people find you? The people who are listening and won't see the description. So you could just search me up, Danielle Levy or Levy Real Estate Group. Most of my handles are at Levy Real Estate Group. Perfect. So it's my last name and then group. And we will awesome. post it in the description below. Thank you very much great for your time. You. Nice to meet so you. So much for having me, Great you guys. to meet you. And you have a wonderful weekend. You too. <laughs> <laughs>